Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Well, hello there, and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy, and I'm absolutely delighted to join you once again today. Now, I want to start out today by saying that this episode is really intended for one target group. (laughs) Yes, a very large group. This episode is for all ages from teens to seniors, Generation Z, right through to baby boomers. So where am I going with this? Well, I'm going to start out by talking about the letter L. Many great names and words start with the letter L. Yeah, there's Linda and Lindy, Louise, hmm, or Larry. But how about the words live, laugh, love, and learn? So remember all those signs that started cropping up a few years ago? I mean, you could buy wall decals and wooden signs and carved letters, and they all said live, laugh, love in a fancy modern script. Looks great, but I wonder when people buy these, do they really give it deep thought? Or is it just simply a trendy decoration? Well, let's start with the word live. Now, I mean, it's kind of a funny word, you know, spelled L-I-V-E. If you see that word spelled in connection with a performance or a concert, it is pronounced live. Yes, live on stage this very weekend. Don't miss this event. (laughs) Or live can have many other meanings, you know, according to the online dictionary.com. As a verb, live means to, quote, have life as an organism, be alive, be capable of vital functions, or to continue to have life, remain alive, end quote. To me, live means to live, to embrace life, function, and participate. Live means to be engaged in this journey that we call life. Living is to be alive emotionally and physically. So, what is your life? What happens in your day every day? Are you happy? Do you smile each day? Can you remember the last time that you had a really good hearty laugh? If you were to rate your life on a scale of 1 to 10, what would it be? If you could move that dial up on the scale, what would you change in order to make that happen? Notice I said you. What would you change? In fairness to all, I know that not everyone is in a position to make change, and circumstances and responsibilities can dictate our direction. Now here's something that you should try. Take a measuring tape. Now let's work with inches. And imagine that each inch on that measuring tape represents your age. So I'm 56 years old, and on that measuring tape, that takes up to 4.66 feet. But I wonder how old I will live to be. Now, of course, this can't be predicted. I could look at my family history, but that wouldn't really be a fair comparison. I didn't know my biological grandparents. They all live far away. Now, one of my parents was 76, and the other one 57 at the time of passing. I'm going to select the number 85. So at the age of 56... If I get to live until I'm 85, I've got approximately 35% of my life left to live. 
for another 29 years. I really hope that happens because I still have a lot of things that I want to do. But I've already had such a full life and I focus on the positives, not the tragedies or hardships that have cropped up along the way. I've had so many wonderful opportunities along the way and I am truly grateful. And I recall, you know, being in our career planning class in high school and we were supposed to chart three options of what we wanted to do in life. I wanted to be a flight attendant, and I also wanted to be a news reporter. But I also wanted a little cozy house with a white picket fence and children. And you know, we make choices in life. These choices can be good, or maybe not so good. Life brings bouquets and sometimes throws curveballs. If we make good choices and get to reap the rewards, our happiness and health are going to score higher on that rating of 1 to 10. You know, of course, we're all human, and mistakes or poor judgment can also have the opposite effect. I've had so many wonderful life experiences. I also experienced loss at a young age, and that had an impact on my direction, emotional well-being, and decisions. In high school, I lost a good friend, and I saw the results firsthand of what drinking and driving can do. Three days before my high school graduation ceremony, my dad passed away unexpectedly. I was married at 19, widowed at 21, and I know this impacted me and the decisions that I made. I knew that life was precious and could be altered in a moment. I look back at my final year of high school, sitting in career planning class, and our teacher had asked us to write down what, what we wanted to do. I had a few great ideas. I wanted to be a flight attendant, and I also wanted to be a news reporter. You know, I traveled on wonderful airlines as a child, such as CP Air and Pacific Western and Wien Air Alaska. I loved how friendly the flight attendants were, and they looked so smart in their shark uniforms. I'd enjoyed a taste of travel with our high school band, and I knew that I loved to see new destinations. A news reporter looked like so much fun also, and I always considered myself to be a little bit of a radio hound, You know, I mean, I always had the radio on while I ate my breakfast, and uh, growing up in northern Canada, radio was a big part of our connections and entertainment. I thought it would be a blast to be out there reading the news for everybody to hear. And I also wanted to have that little cozy house with the white picket fence and children. You see, the photos and magazines of mums and children with picnic baskets looked so beautiful. And there were so many options to choose from. It all looked great when I was only 17. We all make choices in life, and sometimes these choices can be good or not so good. Life did give me many wonderful opportunities, and along the way, challenges that guided my direction. Did I ever flight attend? Yeah, but not really what I was dreaming of. You know, I was able to flight attend on northern aircraft in my younger years. Yep, serving coffee and hot breakfast on the Douglas DC-3. And I wore my snow pants as we boarded the passengers in the remote communities on those minus 40 below days. Oh, it wasn't always cold, but the memories of airplanes with cabins being heated by Herman Nelson heaters definitely stays with you forever. It was fun, and I really met some incredible people along the way. I also flight attended on the Douglas DC-4, which seats about 57 passengers. Now, both types of aircraft were non-pressurized. They flew at around 10,000 feet. 
And you know, in our evacuation training for the DC-4, we had to be able to swing off the door just like Tarzan on a rope. I'm serious. And it was not an inflatable slide, and that's what was standard in those days on some of the vintage aircraft. So the first member would come out and they would swing down the rope and hold the slide out for others. You needed to reach down on the rope before you swung out, or you'd catch your hand, you know, you'd catch it between the rope and the plane. And yeah, that would kind of hurt if you did that, so you had to be in good shape. But that was another lifetime ago, and I'm really grateful that I had these opportunities, even if it wasn't what I imagined in that high school career class. As far as being a news reporter, well, that never happened. I suppose I could go back to school now if I really wanted to do it, but I don't think I'd be any good at it. You know, I'm not super thick-skinned, and I'd only want to cover the happy stories, but sadly that's not what we seem to see these days. So, you know, I'm quite happy to be the little retired Grammy podcasting from a home-based studio, focusing on topics that are thought-provoking and hopefully keeping my audience entertained. I did get the white picket fence, and I painted it a few times, I was lucky enough to have two beautiful children, and honestly, they are the driving force behind my urge to live a long and healthy life. As I grow older, I know that time is moving faster. There are many things that I would do differently, but there's so many things that I would still do the same. And who knows what life's going to be like in 10 years, 5 years, maybe even a year from now. So I go back to the question about your life. What is your life? Are you happy? Do you smile every day? Can you remember that last time that you had that hearty laugh? Are you living life? Have you taken advantage of opportunities before you or become complacent or afraid to do new things? You see, we only have one chance at life here on earth and when it's done, it's done. And if you're a teen and you're thinking you've got lots of years ahead, you might be right. But don't put off good opportunities because tomorrow might change and they may slide away. Live, laugh, love. Let's look at the word laugh. Hmm, laugh, the second word. Laugh is such a good exercise. You work your jaw muscles, your tummy muscles, and it warms your heart. Laughter is great, but only if it's not at the expense of others. Laughter has many great benefits. It enhances your intake of oxygen-rich air, stimulates your heart and your lungs. Laughter stimulates circulation and aids in muscle relaxation. Laughter is simply good for you over the long term. So how can you increase laughter in your life? Well, I can give you suggestions, but I don't walk in your shoes. I mean, I'll take, for example, TV and movie channels. I mean, that's a really popular form of entertainment. But I've noticed that there's more and more violence, and it's brutal, and it's really callous. So don't become complacent with the behavior in these shows. And be sure to find movies that are lighthearted and funny. I mean, I have a few comedies that set me into fits of laughter, and I love it when you catch yourself laughing out loud before you even have time to digest what happened in the show. Now, of course, we all have a different sense of humor, and what's funny to me might not be funny to someone beside me. But whether it's, you know, a TV movie or whether it's a sitcom, anything you're watching, look for things that are going to make you smile and make you laugh. It's really important. And when you're reading, seek out fun and humorous reading. When I was growing up, we used to just scramble to grab the page in the newspaper and we called it the funnies. Yeah, there was Blondie and Dagwood and Family Circus. and Eventually Garfield made the way for lots of laughter. 
And there are lots of great comic strip books out there. They're not violent, and they simply bring a smile. Age is irrelevant when it comes to watching classic cartoons. Me and my partner and I were surfing the movie channels one evening, and we came across a children's cartoon. And out came the snacks, and that was our movie for the night. We had a great laugh, not only at the show, but at ourselves, you know, ages 55 and 65 years old, respectively, watching cartoons on a Friday night. You're never too old for cartoons, and sometimes you'll find a little bit of adult humor with cheeky remarks and innuendos. It's fun. You should give it a try. And if you're finding that you're not laughing anymore, it might be time to have a look at the scale of life and remind yourself that the clock is ticking. Love. The next word. Well, we all know there's different kinds of love. I mean, remember your first crush? Oh, that heart-fluttering, warm, fuzzy feeling that you got whenever the person you like entered the room? How about the first time you got a phone call from someone you liked? It was like you'd won the lottery. Well, that is until things didn't work out. Love can be beautiful, and love can be tough. It's not fun to be in the position of having a crush on someone and it's not reciprocated. I won't even touch the topic of marriage and long-term relationships, as that can be super heartbreaking if love does not prevail. On the contrary, love can be wonderful if it's lifelong. You know, I recently attended a small dinner for friends, and they were celebrating 50 years of marriage. 50 years! That's incredible! I mean, I was 6 years old when they got married. I could see the love on his face as he held his wife and danced, his eyes closed and the biggest smile ever. As he turned on the floor, I could see her head resting on his shoulder, a look of peace and relaxation. That is true love, and that is what makes me smile. There are other kinds of love, and they're not romantic. When my daughter was born, I felt this overwhelming love for her, and I thought to myself, I could never love anybody as much as I love her. Well, then eight years later, my son was born. I remember when I was pregnant, I wondered if it was possible to love your second child as much as you love your first. When he was born, I discovered that your love is not divided into it doubles, and your heart makes more room. I love both of my children equally, I really do, and I don't compare. I think about them daily, and I always have a feeling of peace when they send a text or a message touching base and letting me know that their world is good. And I love my dog. I mean, sometimes I think I love him just like he's my child. Really, I do. You know, people who don't care for pets sometimes look at us like we're nuts. But love is love, and pet owners often have a close relationship with their animal friends. My dog got loose one night a few years back, and I cried so hard all night. Like, I really did. I was just bawling. And I got him back the next day. And even thinking about that night brings tears to my eyes. I mean, he's almost 11 now, and he's been by my side through thick and thin, unconditional love. I love my dog. I love my grandchildren. You know, as much as you get this overwhelming feeling of love when you have children, when grandchildren come along, it's a whole different dimension. I love those grandchildren. And I love my partner. We share great laughs together, and I try to make the most of each day. He encourages me to live life, and not just live. I learned to ride my motorcycle at age 52 with his encouragement. I continued on past my third podcast because of his support. Unlike my friend who celebrated 50 years, we've only had a few years together. We don't have that opportunity to celebrate huge milestones. We do, however, have the chance to celebrate each day we're together. 
And love can be romantic, but it can also be a strong friendship. And when you have both, you are extremely fortunate. Some people have not had great experiences with love. You know, whether they're in a one-sided relationship or perhaps an abusive one, love that has gone sour can really leave people afraid to try it again. I get it. But depending on the severity of circumstances, a broken heart can take a long time to mend. I know a few women who've had some really terrible relationships and their spouses turned out to be very abusive. One of them went over 20 years without having a relationship because love had simply left a scar and no one treated her with the love that she deserved. In her later years, she found love and I am so happy for her. I mean, she really deserved it. This woman is a senior and I don't know how many years they're going to have together, but each and every day counts. Now I add the word learn to this equation. You know, live, laugh, and love is one thing, but how about live, laugh, love, and learn? Never ever be afraid to stop learning. Whether it's life lessons, academic, or simply learning a new skill or trade, we're never too old or too young to learn. For anyone who's on the younger end of my listeners today, I'm going to put this out to you. Learn now while you can. You know, the younger you are, the easier it is. It truly is. And as I said earlier, life can throw curveballs and you never know when that opportunity might slide away. You can manage education and love. Most of your awake hours during your life will be spent working. So make sure that your choices take you in the right direction. You need to be able to live life and have an income that gives you that opportunity. Education is the key, and I don't just mean university, there's so many options for learning. Embrace them, now. Now, I wanted to learn to play guitar when I was younger, and my family's fairly musical. My mom played guitar, all my sisters do. I played saxophone, hmm, lucky them. (laughs) But you know, I strummed a bit here and there, and I always thought I would take lessons, and I would do it when the time is right. So guess what, I'm retired now, and... My fingers can't do it. They simply can't. Bring out the ukulele, yeah, it's manageable. But seriously, if there's something that you want to learn, whether it's an instrument or art lessons, a computer course, cooking, anything that is of interest, learn it now while you can. Don't wait for tomorrow because you just don't know what's around the corner. Learning keeps your brain active and you need to build it up as you grow in age. I mean, someday your cognitive skills are going to be challenged and it's best to maximize your time with your brain while you can. A wise young man told me many years ago that his father told him you needed to read every day because it was good for your brain. You needed to keep your brain active. So, you know, whether it's a newspaper or an e-book, online articles, even a good old-fashioned hardcover novel, reading is good for your cognitive function. Learning new skills opens up a whole new chapter and it increases your self-esteem. You know, I was so proud of myself when I learned to ride that motorcycle at 52. I was also proud when I finally mastered the art of baking wonderful dinner buns without having to have a bread machine. (laughs) Yeah, that was a big deal for me. I make really good buns. And in the past few years, I've taught myself multiple software programs and I needed to in order to produce audio and video versions of this podcast. I'm not worried about whether I'm going to become famous. I probably won't. And I doubt I'm going to make any headlines for my great funds. (laughs) But I'm simply happy that I was able to overcome challenges and tackle new learning, even at my age. 
Here's my final thoughts on live, laugh, love, and learn. Life. Never stop living while you are here and on earth and alive. Live life. Never stop laughing because laughter is so good for your heart and your soul. Always, always have room in your heart for love, whether it's romantic or otherwise. Love is love, and that's what makes the world go round. And if there's something that I have learned, life is short. Live life now. And on that note, it is time to wrap it up. I hope everybody has an absolutely wonderful week. And when you head out there this week, remember always that smiles come in all languages and in all colors. I took the time to create this podcast and you took the time to listen. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it on your social media. You can also share episodes direct from my webpage at www.lindysaudiocafe.com. I also have a private Facebook group. Search for Lindy's Audio Cafe on Facebook and click join. You can also subscribe or select follow through most podcast apps. Best place to start is by visiting my website, which has links to all audio and video episodes. If you're listening to me on your favorite podcast app, your five-star rating will really make my day. You can also leave a review on my website. Once again, www.lindysaudiocafe.com. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.